and this is true We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging In fact, don't take it seriously, we're only bugging <laughs> Hello, my name is Mark Webster, consistently in the bottom two sing-off come Saturday evenings. And this is The Whistleblowers, the show that sheds such a spotlight on football. Unlike the Great Wall of China and the M25, it can be seen from space. Tonight we have a triptych of guests, which is unusual. That's We normally have two, and there's one more, so that's officially a triptych. Or three, depending on how you look at it. Uh, I will start from my immediate left. Um, Jeff Young. Uh, who is, of course, a legendary soul DJ, making a magnificent return to the airwaves on Sunday. Give the date, Jeffrey. This Sunday... Uh, what's this Sunday? Well, <laughs> see, see, is it the 14th of November? In a, in a nebulous podcast yeah. situation, I'm hoping to use an actual date rather well, than well, this well, as no, a word. If, you, if you'd have said thank to you, me... Uh, thank you, John. ...who are Chelsea playing on Sunday, I'd, I'd have the answer. Been right. But the date, you know, I'm not quite sure. Jeff's yeah. back... Jazz yeah. FM doing his thing once again. Lunchtime doesn't affect any football viewing on TV. If, what a slot. In fact, you'll be going straight over there, won't you? Yep. Um, and I should just ask you while you're here, what's this about your club making an exhibition of itself? Earl's <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yes, and this week apparently the sex show's on, so they've got to move out before we can move in. Or have they? That's an option, isn't it? There we go. I will now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna skip past you, Jim. I'll right. come to you in a second because I've got something special that you and I. There's some bonding that we need okay. to do. <laughs> okay. In the meantime, because basically, if if Johnny Owen's going to start crying, he might as well start crying now because we have, uh, uh, you know, from Welsh Wales, uh, Johnny Owen, of course, who's been a guest on the Whistleblowers before and um, and will be again, but but specifically in here just so that he could share. Well, when we talked about it, of course, it was going to be the euphoric victory of Cardiff beating their, their dirty rivals on Cardiff home soil. And you blew it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I, told, I told you it was an actor, didn't I? No repast, even. Just crying. That's real, isn't it? That's, that, 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 was that, word, that was a yeah. word in Welsh. Can you hear that? Can you, yeah, that, ah, those yeah. big breaths. Yeah. We didn't turn up. It was horrible. I mean, they, they were the better side. Sticks in the throat to say it, but they were the better side. It was a, it was a strange thing to watch on the telly because because the, you know the the, the um, and, and credit where it's due to John as well did this fantastic piece on Football Focus all about uh, you know the, the the Swansea and Cardiff uh, boys who, who, who died together in the First World War as a regiment you know and and and, and there's a, a massive you know uh, tie up between there. But then you arrive at what is you imagine going to be this impassioned derby you know with that kind of build up. I mean, it was lackluster, wasn't it? It was it was it's a strange one. I, I think. Uh, Dave Jones has obviously got this attitude of playing the, playing the derby down, um, and you know if it was working, then fantastic. But it's not. You know they, they keep turning up, and they're, they're much more up for it than, than us. And it's upset quite a lot of the fans of the players. I mean, you know, we were, we were talking earlier, Mark, and first thing you said is why why didn't we press them because they were playing the ball out all the they time. They do play the ball yeah. out the back. So you, what you do then is you got you got these really quick boys up front, Chopper and Bellamy. You just hunt down. You know they they but they back four didn't do it. Didn't do it. Got it wrong, mate. Manager I, got it wrong. I, I must say that I, I must say that Chopper's got a fantastic gut on him for a professional footballer. I love a I love a fat footballer. It just it just makes me feel so much better about myself. It harks back to the days of like Franny Lee, doesn't it? That's oh, yeah. Yeah. Right as well. But is he bigger than Ebanks Blake at Wolves? Well, no, to be fair, that bloke is square. He's, he's one of them he's weird square in shape when he runs on the. Beach. He's a big fella, but Michael Chopper's one of them blokes that I, that I always remember mates from school who are skinny blokes and always skinny, but they but they get a beer. The only thing they get is a beer gut. Mm. The only thing mm. that affects them 
their metabolism is the lager. And so there is a skinny fella with this little pot. And that's, that's what Chopra looked like to me. Now, the reason I've held back our third guest is, is, is because, because, we, because the fanfare of trumpets. Jim Reed, uh, of course, uh, an old uh, TV colleague of mine, Channel X, and he says he's an inventor of Vic Reeves. I quite like the idea that you actually stitched him together from spare parts. I didn't invent Vic Reeves. <laughs> no one could. But it's a lovely phrase, yeah. though, isn't it? Now, now Jim, uh, and Jim and I have, have, have shared West Ham angst uh, over the decades. Jim, do you, you do realise that, that we are, as we sit here, the best London Premiership team of last weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did know which I believe there's a cup for Arsenal and Tottenham and Surely. Chelsea. They lost, didn't they? Yeah, Fulham should have lost. Yeah, but they we, drew, um, drew at home. Yeah, but we drew away, and we should have won with that penalty. Too right. Ah, mm. uh, the, the that's it. That's the elastic that, shirt ball. That was a good one. wasn't That'll it? That'll be the highlight of the season. I would have thought. Yeah, but it, it, it's it just. I mean, you know, I will take that away. I'm going to get t-shirts made up. About I mean, that. that that was a penalty at the end when he pulled his shirt back. It was, it was one. It how was much one clarity, hell of a penalty? How much clarity? It was about. It was about ten feet across. The only there, reason it was a penalty because Lee Catmull came out, picked the ball up, and <laughs> ran down the other end. And then Tony Pulis whined. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, I would have thought, you know, watching Match of the Day, the way that other clubs are very good at whining, I, I think we've got to develop that a little bit. It's true. We, we've had some terrible decisions against us, and Grant is so lugubrious, even when he's whining, you can't really tell. <laughs> he could be happy, <laughs> he could be whining. I just did Jackie Mason, didn't yeah. I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> no, 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 Jackie Mason's funny. No, that's true, yeah, sorry yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doobie, doobie, do the Frank Sinatra joke, one of the great jokes of all time that he did. I ain't saying it was Frank Sinatra. Not the person that shot me, but as he walked away, he was going dooby dooby doo. And I did it in Van Grant's voice for no apparent reason. Sorry. <laughs> so how do you how do you boys deal with um, comic or have his personality bypass? What well, do you think oh, about so that? Jeff's got previous. Here, I, so like yeah. I, I like do him. I like him. Yeah, I, I think he's fine. I mean, he, he, it's some football managers. I mean, how many managers are in the Premiership? Do you'd actually want to go and have a drink with? You know, Hodgson, obviously a decent bloke. Uh, I thought he was good in the World Cup. Actually, I thought yes, and yeah. Played with Sam Allardyce. Sam Allardyce. Sam Allardyce. Yeah. I guess, you know that no. might be the, that might be a situation. Yeah. He, he, he looks a bit smug for my personal taste. I, I was sat behind him in a game once, and there was a bit of banter going on, and he was he was good fun. He joined mm. him. Really? Him, yeah, I was impressed by mm. him. He might be funnier than than he allows his his kind of his professional uh, square jawed face, desperate Dan cow pie face to, to actually look. <laughs> so yeah. that might but going be going back there, to Jim's thing. Who would you have a drink with? I'm sorry, Avi's not top of my list. Oh yes. <laughs> Lap dancing club. Oh well, yeah, drink. there is that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Are, we, are we allowed to say that about the? Uh, did that ever come out? By the way, the thing yeah. in Portsmouth. What the fact that he's Phil Jackson, the coach of the LA Lakers, best friend. <laughs> it, it was a massage. Look at me, look at me trying to dress over that best I possibly can. It was a massage parlour. It was no, no, no. Don't say massage parlour. <laughs> his massage. Wa- <laughs> his wife understood it. His wife understood it. Yeah, I bet she She's did. Yeah, yeah. Why wasn't Ray Parlour called Massage Ray Parlour? <laughs> <laughs> What a great nickname that would have been! What a wasted opportunity! Yeah, considering Char- Charlie Dimmock, they called him, didn't they? That's a, yeah, the, yeah, the Charlie Dimmock, yeah. Or, or the, was he not the uh, Romford Pelle? Romford Pelle, yeah. Yeah, Romford Pelle. We West Ham supporter. We have to wait for a veteran, mm. a, a veteran five aside, so we can go down and call him Massard Ray Parlour. <laughs> I, I, I must, it must be done. Fergie, Fergie would be to give you a good glass of red wine. Oh, Fergie loves a glass yeah, of red, doesn't he? Whiskey, yeah, he one. stores most of it in the end of his nose. That's when you know it's open because because the red light goes on, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> 
on the end of his beak. Now, lads, um, the, uh, while we're kind of, I, I mentioned Phil Jackson there, and, uh, and I'll use that as a tenuous link to, to Liverpool. Um, uh, John W. Henry, of course, is in charge now, and uh, he's been speaking out loud about the, the, the way that life is uh, at, at Liverpool. He's kind of bitching on about the fact that, you know, that, that it, it's, it, it lacks the collegial atmosphere, is actually a phrase he used. And I think he's probably right that in baseball, it's come as a bit of a shock to him that there's old men on long contracts, he's, and he don't like he don't like it. He's, is he already? Is there already a situation where he's thinking, "Hold, hold the phone here," or, or, or is this just him? You know, just his first observations out the you know out, out, the, out the box. What you mean? You wondering? Is he wondering why Carragher's? In the club or something? I mean, he's a he's a I slow mean, man. About, at we're, we're, no, we're talking about old guys on long contracts. Is, is, is that what you're saying? Or well, I think that's what he's saying as well, isn't he? I mean, you know, there is an element of the fact that he's not sure that he's that he's, he's clearly looking at a wage bill and a bunch of men that aren't going to sort of mm-hmm. see it through for five years or something like that. I, I think there's. Um, I mean, given the fact that, that baseball players can be faulty and yeah. fat and still very yeah, effective, you know, say, yeah. so yeah. he's seen that. But of course, he also understands that's not football, doesn't he? You but know? I think apart from the fantasy clubs, Man City and Chelsea. Every other football club in the Premiership is looking very, very close. Even Man United at its wage bill. I mean, obviously, Golden yeah. Sullivan tell you what the players are getting paid. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They're so obsessed with the overpayment of some of these exactly. players. Um, and anyone who's a sensible businessman would go through that list of failures at Liverpool. I mean, that, I think last season they had something like 50 professionals. Or, you know, Benitez was a seriously bad manager for the last three seasons. And as he proved last week, when the conqueror, you know, but the team that was conquered by Bolton yeah. managed to crush his team quite easily. So, so y- y- there is that th- bit th- of realism, I think. I, th- I think it's a good point. I mean, when when Vieira went to Man City, a, a player, let's be let's be honest, long past his best. Yeah. For like you know, it was one hundred and forty grand a week or something. Yeah. He went. That, that's a shocking amount of money for a player. That's but, not relati- the player but he was. relative at City, which is uh, a yeah, slight, yeah, slight problem with the argument, isn't it? But it's but it, that's inflated sort of the, the market so ridiculously. I mean, that's why you know my club Cardiff has got Craig Bellamy there because. Man City pay They're still paying on, his, Yeah Pay the mass, vast majority Of his wages You know that's that's a fact P- Plus Craig is bring, bringing in A serious amount of money Well he's paid sh- He's paid for the, shirts on He paid for the wages of his, Cardiff, of his Cardiff Of his Cardiff The Cardiff amount We put in Just on season ticket Extra sales yeah. And the shirts There you go fair fair you know, So that's fair and, and under the rules Of the loan system That was right But let's be brutally honest About it 70 grand of what he's on A week I think it's about 90 Is paid for by, by Manchester Very nice City. too yeah. I mean the other benefits I guess at Liverpool now um, Linda Pizzuti Real estate agent, mm. wife of, of of John Henry, thirty year old, raven haired beauty, um, the kind of the, the kind of woman that that would that would show many a night. I like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> I like I, what I like to think is that she's not going around showing showing three bedroom flats in Stratford, you know, yeah, yeah. because you know to, to, to try and you know to, to try and keep the wages up. The kind of woman that would turn anyone's head, including I don't know Arsene Wenger. I don't. I'm just picking. I'm just pick, picking a name off the top of my head. That was a weird story, wasn't it, about Arsene Wenger? Well, can you anyone imagine? Even I mean, it's been, and I suppose we should say. D- denied to, to the, it's to the bitter end, isn't it? And, and yeah. I, I always thought Arson was a classical music guy, and she's a rapper. I like that. Can't, yeah. can't work. Yeah, she's a rapper. She's an unworking she's a rapper. Rapper. She's rapper. She's a rapper at forty. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think there's something missing off the end of the, uh, end she, of the she word lives rapper. In a, a, a council estate <laughs> in the periphery, whatever they call it in yeah. French, 
He lives in the, one of the biggest houses in Totteridge. So, I of believe. course, they're bound to have met. Yeah, yeah, they're circle like circles, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right, exactly, yeah. And, he, and he's French, you know, it's, it's, it's what they do, it's like they, you know, eating snails. I mean, Mitterrand, when he got buried... I mean, Hold on, it's, it's, it's like he... It, it, well, I mean, it's just different to us, I mean, we all... We all no, you know, not, not if you... Not he, if you no, he's not... Fr- he's never been on strike since he's been here. And I've got to be honest, if you, if you watch Spartacus, Johnny, it's not like eating snails. Because because that's a slightly that was a slightly different illusion, wasn't it? That that. Mm. Well, anyway, let's not deal with that now. I know it's, quite, it's quite. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a very cinematic it's, illusion. It's, there, Lawrence Olivier, Tony Curtis. Yes, but in a weird way, I mean, given the fact that you know, given you know, the, 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 you know it, what his profile was when he arrived, because of the glasses and the names and the name calling that he got. Yeah. And given the fact that there's, there's a hell of a lot of football fans who seem to resent him for some reason or not, apart from the fact that he's probably, I don't know, the most talented or, or the football manager that provides the most entertaining football in this country, do you think he might, in a weird way there may be something that, that, that actually suddenly people get on his side? Yeah, I think it's like when it came out that John Major been having an affair with Edwina Curry. Yes, true. John Major, the man who's one, the one thing he not dissimilar yeah. in appearance to Arsene Wenger well, as well, Jim. Well spotted. Yeah. And son. it turned out that John Major was, t- you know, to be short and blunt about it, had a big dick. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well known really? fact. Did he not uh, in did political not, circles? I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, he, he has. So do you think Arsene's pulled a bird as good looking as Edwina Curry then? Or has you gone to go? He's also well membered. Is this what you're also? Have you put two and two together, Jim? From nowhere. I, I have. Yeah. It's John, John, grey man. Think about John Major. Yeah. Actually, his entire top lip screamed. Have a moustache, didn't it? And it's one of those yeah, strange yeah. faces. No, that, there, it? no that, it needs a moustache, didn't yeah. it? In, in, a, in, in a time and an era when a moustache was not a good idea. And, and that, yeah, that, yeah. that was and the kind then. of absolute peak of, of conservative Chelsea supporting MPs having it away with whoever they wanted. Yeah. There was yeah, him was and Mella. Mella. No, yeah. no, no, oh, he, was, yeah. he wasn't a good looking guy, no, was he? No, let's be no. honest. He had the awning over the old sweet shop and all, didn't he? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Can yeah. we just rewind on this John Major thing mm-hmm. for a second? <laughs> was this all new uh, information did, to you, did, Jeff? Did, did, no, what no, have you no, been I'm doing, just son? thinking, should we now be calling him Arsene Wanger? <laughs> hey! <laughs> Hold on! Arsene Wanger, that is actually the name of my new monthly magazine that I will be publishing. That is a very good headline for a Arson Wanger. Very yeah. well in all Compton Street. I'm, I'm very I'll be calling that. my man at the Sun tomorrow. Just, uh, th- just, these are all allegations, though, Mark. Of course they we are. We don't oh, believe them. Yeah, He's yes. the professor. He wouldn't diddle with some girl. And it's, uh, it's ridiculous. It it's, it's ridiculous to even contemplate. So in that case, well, they'll be saying things about Harry Redknapp. Yeah, but, you but, know, but, but, it's just all nonsense. But whilst we're walking backwards, like what? Michael Jackson, away from this rather unsavoury well, issue, like Harry knows what he's doing, or something. How about the other thing that's come out of Liverpool now? And I think this is, uh, f- first of all, uh, I'm, I'm delighted about it because once again, this is part of my ca- personal campaign on, on on the whistleblowers to refer to the Premiership as the EPL. And I don't care what anyone says. I love it as a phrase. I know it's an Americanism. I'm using it. And in our EPL. <laughs> Uh, Tom Ver- Tom Werner, who's one of the uh, or, or, who's, who's one of these new faces involved in the, in the Liverpool thing, uh, has kind of come up with part of this 39th game debate again. Pre-season matches are, are great, but why not have an actual match in season abroad? Premiership is the strongest league in the world. Uh, go now. I was at, uh, the week week back at the at the NFL game. You know the the, the regular season game that they played at Wembley. Um, it, it was uh, mobbed out. Loads and loads of expat Americans who can't, you know, in, in this global village we live in, can't believe they're like they're seeing like that, the, you know, regular season. In March, you're going to have two, you're going to have a home and away leg uh, from the NBA being played at the O2. Now, are we really that precious that the idea of two teams 
this is how I would go about it. Two teams somewhere in the world play their home and away matches in the same stadia across a four-day period pre-season. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Mark. Two words. Well, three words. Iraq, credit crunch. If we follow everything America does, we end up totally in the shit. I mean, I think it's a terrible idea. I think the, well, that's. I have all go, McDonald's, go on, Elvis, come on, give me some more American words, Jim. You, can't, you just can't bandy American words around and make that your justification. No, America was all right to about 1970. It's all gone backwards since then. <laughs> I, I do like the fact why, that. Why wait that Jim, long? Let's go back to American graffiti or Jim, something. Jim's all about the subtle nuances of an argument. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> but, uh, okay. I don't see it. I just don't see it. I think it's. Yeah. You know, Wouldn't you watch on the telly? Yeah, but, yeah, but they, the their is, leagues are the franchise. What are you going to do? It? Let's, just say, let's just say you pick two years in advance. They've got to tell Chelsea and Bolton in two years' time you're going to be playing a couple of years. Uh, you're you're going to be playing a couple of games abroad. Now, when they arrange that, the matchup might be quite good. God forbid the two teams involved. One might have a terrible time. And it could it could be yeah, but there were two stinkers playing the NFL game. It could be I mean, two you know, six nil games. You know, it's it's just all wrong. And I also think, I mean, the franchise thing, I think, is relevant. You can't get relegated. As far as I don't understand American football, it's rugby with blokes in pads and all that stuff. But they can't get relegated, can they? They're no. in the league permanently. Well, that's it's because there aren't any teams. There's no yeah. other leagues. But, that's yeah. why they can't get relegated. The thirty ninth game. If every club was playing a thirty ninth game abroad. No, it's just, no it's just two. It's, it's two teams selected from the league. I'll play. I'll play right. devil's advocate. Go on, right? John. Okay, I'll say this. John's in because because he's got Post no specific relevant. Yeah. It's, no, it's not relevant <laughs> to him in his world. Can Post we, we play? We'll give him. We'll give the Americans hip hop. Clinton was all right, wasn't he? House music was great. So you know, but also the fact that <laughs> the effort. Let's be honest. The World Cup in 1994 was the most financially successful World Cup ever because the stadiums were packed. Yeah, 80, yeah. 90, 100,000 people watching games. We've seen in South Africa. See, in he's France, like, he's like a Gap advert. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man of the world. He's like Benetton. Well, I'm just, I'm like just saying. One I'm just saying. If, if, like the it's, they're going to be full, and if you're a Chelsea fan, just for argument's sake, and you got a game in, in the New York Giants Stadium, you got to you got to fancy going to that. If I was a Cardiff fan, I'm going. We're going to play one game in in New York. But you do that. You get, you ten, do? get thousands going there. So it'd be a great trip. Yeah, you but would do. But what Bowen? if it's in Qatar? You probably or probably, Sydney. probably would still go. But the thing yeah. is, 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 you know, you you pick a game. Like, who does Wigan don't fill up their ground, do they? I mean, you know, that's, that's woeful, isn't it for like you know, Premier cool. yeah. Now, so you take Wigan and, and and so Wigan don't have to, you know, and then someone falls on their sword, a London team perhaps, and you play two games abroad, the home the home version, the away version. You get sixty thousand at both. It gets broadcast across the world, and. And and points will go forward to the. And is it such a big deal in a great long season? Well, yeah, okay. I, 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 we so. were speaking earlier on about. And you can, gigs then you can have the winningest team. Obviously, would, would the be. winningest. <laughs> team. Oh, Lord, yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. EPL, the we winningest team in the EPL. There's enough money in, in British football. We don't we don't need to do this to generate more money. Um, we don't need to sh- show everybody how good we are either. No, well, it's on television all around the world anyway. Okay. I don't. I mean, look, clubs all tour. You know, it's for the Far East, they tour America. You know, even West Ham have been on tours yeah, but of America. Friendlies. Uh, there was that famous match. Who were we playing? It was some all-star team when there was a bit of an off. 
Did you see? Have you seen the that? Yeah, all stars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, the American fans were pointing at the West Ham fans and going, "Relegation, relegation." Good knowledge. Yeah. Good knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although, let's be honest, yeah. obvious. Yeah. <laughs> That's abuse in American football. You yeah, know, that, that, that showed the problem us. Problem was, it was it yeah. was Cas Pennant and Bill Gardner. But they do Actually, because they've never used the word relegation in a sporting context ever, have they? It was their golden opportunity to strike. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they. I, I just, I just think you know. They, they, I mean, pretty much all football fans that went to the '94 World Cup again said it was the best World Cup they ever went to as fans. You know, yeah. the, the way they were treated, the way the country looked after them. I do think it would be quite an interesting, you know, but, idea to go. But what about this as a, as a compromise? I don't think you should interfere with the league season. But if you had an Anglo-American Cup featuring oh, not no, more no, no, competitions, no, oh, yeah, the yeah. Big Four in, in the UK, in, in England rather, and the top four top American teams. Yeah. Uh, the four top American teams are as good as Huddersfield, Charlton, regular season, not Brentford, and this, this whatever. My, my the four tops, where the four tops play, and they're oh, abandoned. The four they? tops yeah. be fantastic. <laughs> I would go. I go and watch the four tops play against Manchester rather than Charlton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you think, do you think they just hold uh, along the top of the eighteen yard? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just play with the, the nil-nil. four tops. <laughs> <laughs> or would you? Would you? Would you? Act, well, like or perhaps in the Thames. You'd push one out front, wouldn't yeah. you? You know, you'd, you know, mm. that, while leaving a strong back line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And who yeah. we out yeah. Yeah. I fancy them playing against teams like Mud <sighs> and Shawaddy Waddy. Oh. Well, Good like old old men, rickety yeah. old men. Well, they're rickety old men. That's true. Outside. Yeah, but but they, they always they got a bit of back at log. Yeah, surely. Yeah. Oh, exactly. That's, that's yeah. too right. I mean, look at the heritage. Yeah, yeah. but you'd fancy. <laughs> look what they bring Yeah, yeah. But I think Shawaddy Waddy Mud, they'd be good footballers. So, it's sure what do you mad combo? Yeah. Sure what do you mad 11? Yeah. X1. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, so we have to be a Motown 11 then? Yeah. To be fair, to Motown. Yeah. Diana Ross ain't getting the bleeding game. We know that oh, after yeah, that yeah, World Cup yeah. debacle. I know. Motown versus. <laughs> Mr. Bloody Penalty. Yeah, open, Silly oh, cow. Yeah, I wouldn't even keep her there, was there? First of all, <laughs> Nick's very Goldie and then she misses a penalty. What kind of life is that? <laughs> No, is there a future in that? I don't think so. Yeah. I, met, I, I, I was at an interview with her uh, many years ago when she was over in England. She'd been interviewed by um, by young English kids. And this is around the time of like when Soul to Soul were coming through and all that stuff. And this little English girl said, that, What do you think about uh, uh, British soul music? And she said, um, Oh, well, you know, you know that. You know, I love Phil Collins. <laughs> oh, Lord. She was dead to me. She was dead to me. <laughs> Big air freak, but there you go. That's not really. <laughs> she was all right though in um, Lady Sins of Blues. Though. I mean, it, 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 she did nothing like Billy Holiday. No. Let's be brutally honest, did she? I mean, that's a strange. Right, okay. While we're st- on the international stage, lads, um, I t- you know, the, the way I kind of look at these people is, is more like you kind of they're a military hunter. Led by some kind of Timput general, uh, Timput general. I, I refer, of course, to Manchester City. Mm. <laughs> FIFA was right. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> Can, is anyone else here as disgusting and as appalled as I am about the quotes that were coming out of FIFA about saying, "Well, uh, England as a government, you better have a quiet word with your press mm. and start telling them to keep the put, the, you know, keep their mouths shut if you think you're going to get the World Cup." Let's be straight. And that is this. quite literally what, you know, I'm, that is, I'm paraphrasing quite literally what a couple of FIFA representatives literally said. That we are threatening our World Cup by telling what I believe you'll find the words are the truth. truth. <laughs> Let's be honest about this. FIFA is bent. Set Blatter is bent. The whole thing is corrupt. 
we've known for years and Blatter comes out but with they, these they, wonderful they, ideas they do a lovely after game buffet though Jeff yeah oh, they do yeah, they yeah. do a lovely spread apparently this, uh, this goes back Zurich has a lot of good chefs this goes back decades as well doesn't it because yeah, I mean the whole thing in the 50s and 40s was they are so seen arrogance of the English FA the Welsh FA the Sc- wouldn't join World Cups yes so it's gone back so the World Cup became something that was you know hugely successful whereas we in Britain famously didn't want to get involved in the early decades that's right and I think this has always carried on so they're always looking to sort of shut down Northern Ireland Wales Scotland you know it should be a British team there's always been antagonism neutering, as, neutering yeah. it as much as possible yeah. but, but, but because this is very simple there, there, is a, there is a kind of very simple underlying problem here which is it's club it's club run football against international yes. run football isn't it mm. that's, the, that's the real battle that's going on here isn't it really I think the well and then th- there's only one winner you know the clubs are winning hands down and if yeah. you look at the it's a very good point you yeah. know you look at the performances of, of p- players from the, the English the yes. EPL in yeah. the World Cup good yeah. boy they were all bad welcome yeah. to my the world Gym. you know team, the foreign yeah. players yeah. were poor uh, you know Torres was very poor for yeah. Spain um, the, you know the Premier League with your 39th game it's and, the product thing and, yeah, yeah. Well, it's ruined international football I mean f- certainly from our perspective in England I think because playing for England is such a minor thing for these players now. I, I would agree and, yeah. as, and as a, a punter a fan whatever you, uh, way you look at it for a long long time now I get much more excited about Champions League games than I ever do about England uh, internationals in general you know it's so, just so the international I, game is just so we take we take that we take that attitude coupled with my personal thing, which is like, well, frankly, I much rather I love watching World Cup games at up past nine in the morning, live from somewhere sunny, rather than I've got to wait till up past two and they're in Hillsborough. You know, it's raining. So, like again, I've I've got no immediate passion to see the World Cup here, which which may make me wrong as a football fan. But if you couple that if you couple that attitude with stuff them. FIFA, what? shove it, go and shove it where the sun don't shine. You're not as powerful as you think you are. Isn't there a great argument for us not getting the World Cup and, and being proud of it? Well, well I, no, I, no, I disagree. I really, I really would love to see the World Cup. I mean, I'm old enough to know or remember. Yes, you are, Jeff. I don't, yeah, know, I don't know. know what the rest of the sentence I was going, really, but yeah, yes, exactly, you are. Yeah, in '66, I think I was about eight, and I remember every bloody game on telly. He means fourteen, and uh, yeah, and it was fantastic. <laughs> and I'm, th- I'm thinking now, if we don't get the next one. It's th- it's 30 we or possibly could not get it again in my bloody lifetime. The way things are going, but the uh, other uh, thing that why you, especially why you eat and drink, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, but the other thing is just sorry, yeah. Jim. Just one second. The one thing that does wind me up is that I know this is only a very very small example, but I went to Moscow for the Champions League final with Chelsea, and my experience in Russia was not great. <laughs> Let's put it like that. And I think if FIFA give those buggers the World Cup, it's going to be. What, as in like, yeah. as, as in a, in a the place where they can make a massive amount of money because it's an unexploited yeah. marketplace? Yeah, exactly. But for I, the fan, it's going to be terrible. They're going to get ripped off. The hotels are crap. The cities are crap. Everything is rubbish. <laughs> and, 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 and they're prostitutes, in Moscow, <laughs> Well, they're all yeah. good lookers, but trust me, you don't want to go there. And, uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, the only thing Moscow's got going for it is a fucking... Oh, sorry. Is a tu- that's all right, sir. E- edit that one out. It's a tube system. Jazz FM's Jeff Young swearing. Yeah, yeah, you know, just I, make sure you leave that well, in, please. Yeah, Thank you. I, I can actually add a bit of... This is absolutely serious. I was at a party on Saturday talking to a guy who works at the British Embassy in Moscow. And um, oh, wow. not a senior diplomat. Come on, Jim, we're interested like, no, now. No, well, he was, and I was asking, "What's it like?" And he sort of shrugged. Um, <laughs> did, was, uh, didn't like it much. Put it that way. And he said, uh, at "The British Embassy in Moscow. About two thirds of the people who work there are Russians. 
So you obviously need a load of blokes to maintain the building and wh- whatever, the telephonists, waiters, all the rest yeah. of it. Two-thirds of them are Russian. The Russian embassy in the UK, how many British people were there? None. Not one. Really? Trust they me. don't trust us. No way. And he, he said if you try and... And I, I've, I've had a very small experience of trying to do business in Eastern Europe, and it's interesting. He said that if you try and do a deal there, to, he wanted to buy 20 washing machines for the embassy, right? <laughs> You can't do a deal. You've got to pay straight away. No one trusts you. The, the, the rule of law is barely exists. So but, basically, so, and for their football people to start slagging this country off, and, and as um, well, we know their stadiums. Their stadiums are nowhere near ready. They're, no, they're, they're no. implied rather than they exist. And fly in here or flot internally. Welcome. Oh, 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 and trust me. Oh, and trust joy. me. The, <laughs> the other thing about the Moscow experience: the traffic. Yeah. It makes our. It makes London look like empty country lanes. Trust yeah. me. It was just Although, we would get on a we would get on a coach and it would take us three hours to go uh, literally a few miles down the road. Stop playing the Champions League, Jeff. That's your own stupid fault, yeah, isn't it? I know. Come should, and join us where we. I know. We should belong. go to West Ham. I know. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> um, I, I will just before we move on because we want to talk about some individual players here. Th- th- this is my favourite piece of uh, of Zen thought process. Uh, the head of the Asian FA said uh, in, in relation to the Sunday Times investigation, is it ethical to use unethical methods to protect the ethic? Discuss. <laughs> it isn't. He's fine. It isn't. I think if you were on the moral maze, you'd say no, that wasn't right. But you know, f- it depends where you jump on. There, that's a merry-go-round of a sentence. Let's be honest. F- isn't it? FIFA, <laughs> like the Catholic Church and most worldwide ah, organisations, I, th- I think that's is, really good. That's a know, really good analogy. He's riddled Catholic with Church. corruption. So yeah, Pope another Pope pure organisation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, good. As long as I mean, the, 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 just alienated one third of the world. I'm well, delighted. You know, who cares? I mean, the the audit of the last <laughs> World Cup. Where, where FIFA were instructing the South Africans where to build stadiums. So they wanted to build some of the stadiums and really run down parts of their sure. city to regenerate. No, we've got to build it here where there's a nice view for the TV and all the rest of it. The actual net income to South Africa for the World Cup was actually a loss. Yeah. Yeah, they lost the money thing. on the it's World Cup. Deli- I mean, we've seen it happening here with the Olympics. Unfortunately, we got the Olympics here before the credit crunch or whatever. I was, so was going to say, John, welcome to Stratford, followed to Jim's yeah, well, d- 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 scenic views. Absolutely. I mean, so the, this, this whole thing, all this money. And what the Olympic My Committee are doing now, the Olympic Committee are going, you got this contract, but you promised us this, this, and this. And basically, they can hold us to ransom on that. And like I said, the same thing can happen in FIFA. FIFA, say to you, you get this World Cup. But you know, my word, if you've got to do this with infrastructure, stadiums, mm. and supplying money for that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a it's a big financial burden, I think, as well. I, I think they should hold it in Wales, the World Cup. Well, we've got enough stadiums uh, now. You, yeah, you, yeah. All three. We've got, a, we've got a, yeah, Leslie, <laughs> <laughs> Cardiff, and two in Cardiff. You've got two in Cardiff? Yeah, yeah we've got yeah. the Cardiff well, City Stadium. Millennium, millennium, millennium. Yeah, and yeah. Clearly, it wouldn't have been Swansea, obviously. No, obviously, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. That's not even really in Wales, is it, John? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not. No, no, I'm, I'm sure you can actually historically prove it's not actually... <laughs> <laughs> what, Swansea's actually more Welsh than Cardiff. Oh, it is. Oh, it no. Is. It's now going to go horribly wrong. Started. Cardiff is near yes, England. We were just I was there recently. I was in Porthcourl. No, Lovely no, you, place. You can't use nearest as being, <laughs> the nearest. being less of what you are. My that, oldest friend close to the is, Seven is well, well, he was born in London. His family are Welsh. From a village quite near Swansea. I'm not sure. Called you Cardiff. Can use That's my authority. I'm not sure you Taff can say near. my authority. Chester's a weird one, though, isn't it? Because yeah, that, you could still yeah. kill a Welshman with a bow and arrow on market day. What well, now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Chester and Hereford. Is Hereford, yeah. near, the, near the cathedral. Yeah, Shrewsbury. Kill a and yeah. in most parts of Manchester and East London. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, well, or anyway, I'll be in, just in general. Um, now. Now that I've got you, John, yeah. uh, uh, we'll talk about kind of indiv- individual footballers. Uh, I- I'll use this sentence as a kind of as, as a starting point. Gareth Bale, best left-sided footballer ever to come out of Wales. 
Not Esauan goes on. No, I'd say I'd say Ivor Church was a great left-sided footballer. Well played. He, oh, he Ivor went, Church. He went wow, straight past that is gigs. He went yeah. straight past gigs like he weren't there. Well, I mean, I mean, the greatest Welsh footballer ever was John Charles. Every everyone knows that. And uh, yeah. gig, gigs were fantastic. Turin. Yeah, yeah, the line of Turin. They won three Serie A with him as, as the forward. Giggs was a fantastic footballer. Um, Cliff Jones was great, you know what I mean? So Rush was an amazing forward. I mean, he scored 24 goals for Wales and we had no midfield, you know what I mean? It was that nice well, top, top international goal. But it's this, this, the Bale thing is, is really. I mean, this last month, since like now. And the reason I want to talk about it, you know, as we kind of. as we veer towards the end, is because. There's something about it happens with footballers. Normally, happens with centre forwards. Centre forwards will have a sensational year because there's something about them which centre halves haven't worked out. Now, there's something about Bale which Bayton, he does unusual things. But is he going to get found out? Are, are we watching a kid who is who, who looks a world beater at the yeah, moment? He's, but he's yeah. going to be no, okay. No, no, he's going to get no. found out. He's going I, to get I, found I out. I disagree. I mean, I, I, you like him that much? No. The first time I saw him play, I mean, I'm no genius. I thought he was a good player. He's just got better and better and better. I think when England go to Cardiff, if, are we playing in Cardiff? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Must um, be. I'm playing Wembley first. He, he could tear us to pieces. If, is Bellamy still playing for Wales? Or is he yeah, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, but Jim, he's going oh, to tear us to pieces. Johnson the right back. Oh Lord. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, but yeah, Bellamy, yeah. Bellamy and Bale fired up could give the England team a lot of trouble. If we get Ramsey back as well, I mean, your yeah, your ailing captain will get absolutely slaughtered. No, no, no. By I, Bale. I, I've got. You're going to cover round, isn't he? No, I've got a thing. but what with that bad back and everything? I've just got a single view about Bale very quickly I thought it was very interesting and there's an article in the paper last week about w- w- which was uh, basically a Redknapp um, interview and it was a th- an amazing stat Bale played 23 times mm. for Spurs and they never won a game and in the end Harry had him on the bench and they were beating Burnley 2-0 or something so they sent Bale on this with is five minutes to go and they so they could get the monkey yeah, you've off you've got to love Ari, Ari for this yeah. 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 he was seeing in the forest the game after yeah. weren't they and, yeah. and, 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 uh, but Bale wasn't getting in the side and then he, Harry started to play him but Harry, Harry wouldn't talk to him this is a great story Harry yeah. obviously goes no, yeah I've got this genius yeah. he wouldn't talk to him in training sessions because he didn't rate him yeah. chucked him on the bench like he threw him on uh, he, was like, he was like yeah. the excess bag into to get him out on loan to different teams yeah. Yeah. but he came good but, but well, now no, he's been mentored by Harry well, well, but, well, left, course, but left but side of midfield rather than left back where he does look yeah. a little bit lost yeah. I must say yeah, so it's, it's something like it's 50% of the football up when you stick him 20 yards well, he back he played at with left back when West Ham beat Tottenham he was murdered he went well, backwards didn't he because, yeah. of, because of injuries but and this he, is where people aren't getting it right now the follow up to the Harry thing was then there were injuries he's had to play the boy and all of a sudden the boy's on fire now against Inter the other night I'm not saying I won't take anything away from Spurs because they they did murder Inter but having seen the first leg even though into a four up I'm saying to you if Mourinho managed that team in the second leg he would have double or triple teamed that boy down the wing and he would never have let Spurs get away with what they get away with in, in terms so, of power. And I'm not saying he's a good player, mm. but I think people will see that now. The boy's playing on fire and they so, will so double it, and triple so team. In a weird way, just briefly on that, is, is he kind of having his moment in the sun because the, the, the nature of the way he plays? Clubs and managers haven't got their head tactically around him yet, and, and they'll find him out in a weird I, eventually. I agree with. You know, I, 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 I don't. I don't think. I mean, no. I'm trying to remember that goal that Michael Owen scored in '98. Yeah, which sadly was the highlight of his career. Yeah, it was right. a great goal to see an English player score a goal like that in a World Cup. 
And then he's done virtually, well, it seems so, like nothing. So since. Bale roasting Mike on, you don't want him to be that. That well, is being his, that, you know. But his two games in a row, within, within a fortnight, he destroyed what last season was the best defence in Europe. Now, I know they've now got the comical Spanish way of managing them. They're probably not as good yeah. as they were. But that's still a good defence. But it will be strange. Yeah. If he does that in a Welsh team with three or four players that are more than worthy of being on that pitch mm. and then arguably some journeymen to make up the, if he can do that in that game mm. then that is another great sign that, that, that perhaps Bale's on the way John maybe I mean it would just be great to be competitive in that game against England the problem we've got is, is as a Welshman is, uh, we all say that's on Scotland on paper England have got a, uh, an amazing football team I mean it is it literally should be the best at least in the top three teams in the world but we all know it doesn't work for whatever well, reason I don't know why so we've got maybe if we, we had players fit like Ramsey I was saying about mm. Bale let's be brutally honest if Simon Davis come out of retirement and Giggs come out of retirement we'd have a decent side to play England you know yeah, but, but mm. we suffer from you know very few England players retire before they're not picked whereas we suffer with players going sorry boys Kumas retired from us when he was playing for Wigan that's our greatest problem I, well, but, Gabadon's but, retired from yeah. us too right is right exactly right and, uh, <laughs> 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 yes I don't want any of that thought, uh, yeah that's, but, that's, that's, did, did you're right that's the attitude was Gabadon retired from West Ham occasionally no he's back he's back he's a good footballer he's a good footballer but I'm glad you mentioned this because you know because we should finish on this note lads and by the way everybody if you want to get in touch with us and you want to share any thoughts on this because this will be relevant next week as well you can get in touch Obviously, you go to the links on iTunes, Twitter, and our face group by going to the whistleblowers.net. Email us on this very topic because it will be relevant next week. Whistle at playbackmedia.co.uk is the way you do it. Um, Captain Jack Sparrow for England. Uh, he was there watching Carol uh, uh, for Newcastle only the other day. Um, is Andy Carroll ready to be the new number, the number nine? Yeah. Because because we've lot because there is no we haven't got number nine at the moment because Wayne Rooney's not there, uh, Emil Weskey's out, such <laughs> is life. Davies, um, Kevin Davies has had his uh, he, was he, he forty two and he had twenty minutes you know, <laughs> but, but now Andy Carroll even though um, uh, you know even though we're talking about a, a young bloke who's made the front cover of the news of the world and he's only been in the Premiership for about twelve and a half games, um, are we looking at a, is this a talent? Is this a talent that we should be exploiting now already for England? Yeah, I mean, when, when we got beaten by Newcastle the other week, I thought he was sensational. And comparing him to... I mean, we know Cole has lost his form and all the rest of it, but comparing him to when Cole was at his best, yeah, he's way better. Yeah, He's got real pace, he's brilliant in the air. He's like a player out of Viz he's tough magazine. as well. You know, he's he's tough, the yeah. boy. I must say, I had no moral dilemma with uh, Peter Crouch for a while, and then I watched him again... I watched him in the, in the defeat of the weekend... And and then you saw the in that game, for example, you saw the Peter Crouch, which which is the one that frustrates people. In which a lot of it looks okay, and then just at the crucial moment, stupid stuff happens. You know, bad misses, late lunges, miscontrol. Carroll looks like he should be. He looks like he looks like the, the Dolph Lundgren bloke out of the what, what, what's the film when, when Kurt uh, it, it's a uh, soldier in it. Yeah. He looks. He looks like he's been made, doesn't he? He looks like he's been built somewhere. He's he, he's that classic English uh, yeah. centre forward. And do yeah. you know what's really interesting about that? My mate was talking about it on the on the weekend, and the Spanish play a very this tick attacker football. The English play a very specific way, you know. And he is a classic English. Why not use him international and play to your strengths? A big, strong, 
horrible Hansen said a horrible player to play against he's big yeah. strong aggressive and quick and yes. he can smack well, the ball but that's the use way, him but use that's him. a very good point John because this is the weird thing about him he, you know he's, he's, he's got that classic English centre forward thing about you know they talk about him like you know to re- the other number nine with Les Air who played at Newcastle Shearer but he's bigger yeah. but he's also faster and arguably more skillful as a football player outside of the outside of like you know the penalty area so is he an asset Jeff? I, th- I think he's more of an asset in the box I think Shearer was one of those players that could always lash one in from 25 yards I don't see that in Carroll yet but yeah in the box I think he, he can create terrorism a bit like Drogba really you know he just bashes people up yeah, yeah that's actually Drogba is probably the perfect archetypal because size strength skill but but he also but but Jobber, of course is that stuff that he does which is underrated which is the fact that he tracks back that he defends well that he's that he's that he's, mm. he'll hold the ball up anywhere on the pitch. But imagine you're a defender and England are playing Carroll with Rooney behind him. That is a terrifying attack. Ho- the way the, well if Rooney's well, playing Capello, Capello's left that hole, hasn't he? Because mm. because it's the hole that Heskey keeps filling. Well, I think it's, what, it's a favoured formation, isn't it? What's interesting about Carroll is he can bully people. He can hold up the ball, and unlike Emil, can actually stick the ball in the net. Yeah. So it, it's got to it, it's got to be one step forward possibly to play him. Well, we, we, Cardiff, right? We've just been at the club football. We really miss Jay Bothroy this weekend, who was brilliant at holding yes. up the ball, holding a defender off, and laying it off to Bellamy and Chopper, who are quick. It's a classic. It's a classic British way of playing. Yeah. And that's what we should be playing. Like, Carroll holding the ball up for something like Rooney to play off him. Perfect. Bothroy was actually. I read a piece saying that England were even thinking about him. But honestly, this season he's the reason why we were top. Because I mean, I, I've never seen a player hold the ball. I just say when John says we, he's referring to Cardiff. Car- Cardiff, yeah. I, he holds the ball up brilliantly. I just, I just, I just point that out to listeners, know, yeah. to football fans out there, <laughs> just in case they were slightly confused. We'd like to see Cardiff in the Premiership, wouldn't they? I think it'd be good if it was a Welsh team. Although, and we'll I, I, you know, and on this Cardiff, point, Blackpool, be, be, teams for, like that. Be, uh, just before we go, quite literally, QPR. Now, uh, uh, Jeff sitting there going, uh, Jeff Young, there he is, you know. Football well, t- I, I, nearly, I nearly did the Chelsea, Chelsea fan would do. Chelsea football team, obviously home ground. We'd uh, have to say QPR. Elves Court <laughs> Exhibition <laughs> Centre, room two. Behind my flat. Um, yeah. Where they're going to be playing straight. <laughs> it is, behind my flat, literally. They, they can't, they, they, this, obviously Chelsea can't play at Christmas because obviously the Doctor Who Exhibition is going to be there. So they're going to have to <laughs> rearrange their fixtures. <laughs> but but you've got QPR coming up, so you've got to play QPR soon, have you? I mean, but, but basically, I mean, are they, is this the team's set for stardom are they going to are they QPR. just going to run away with the first division I think they're, gonna, they're a very good manager Warnock I do think he's a good man he'll take, he'll take a team up from the championship certainly into the premiership they're organised they haven't lost a season yet they drew a few games the only unbeaten team yeah. aren't they I believe they've yeah. had their slump they won again last weekend they Man United are unbeaten are they unbeaten the yeah they they, why do they feel like they've been beaten about four times mm. though they haven't played us yet Whoa, oh. ho, ho, it's fighting talks from young over there. You lost to Liverpool last weekend. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> we lost to Man City as well. Uh, <laughs> gentlemen, wait till the bunch yourselves out. I just want to let you know that we've still got that free audio book promotion for our listeners. Courtesy of Audible, go to audible.co.uk forward slash whistleblowers and sign up for your freebie. Stephen Fry, Norwich City. John Grisham, um, Northampton Town and Keith <laughs> Cobblers <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keith Richards Keith Richards Heroin United <laughs> oh <laughs> they're a Welsh team aren't they no Ronnie Radford I remember him Dudley Tyler oh no sorry I got confused there that was a uh, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, Johnny if QPR have you seen QPR play you can get their sorry Jeff, I, I, I just, say, the end of last just season say you get the free books from Audible Jeff oh okay <laughs> sorry I seen him the end, end of last season when we okay. beat them um, and when Warnock was there when he famously came in the dressing room to say you should go up 
in the playoffs because if you can play us next year we're going to beat you that was what he said and he came into the dressing room to say that to <laughs> wow Cardiff. fantastic um, uh, yeah I see that was quite impressed by them I like I saying uh, the thing with Warnock is he has his teams very well organised as we know and they're very difficult to beat mm. yeah. very difficult to beat I like Swansea who were really easy to beat you didn't believe well do oh, oh sorry sir. <laughs> and, and on that note can I just say before we go uh, you know in terms of, 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 of football chatting Danny Baker get well soon boy yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah. top yeah. absolutely one of the finest and Dan I hope you're out there listening and uh, please do feel free to get much much better gentlemen look at you it's like having the four tops without uh, Felipe win that's <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's it's right. been a pressure that's, that was right wasn't it young <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. or, or perhaps I can be Felipe win and we are all the four tops exactly. whichever way you look at it that was the Motown whistleblowers cheers thank you this is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at thewhistleblowers.net. If you'd like to sponsor or advertise on this podcast, please call our marketing partners, Sports Revolution, on 0207 580 2850 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk.